All right. Should we do the thing? Let's do it. All right. Clear my throat like I want every person on fresh air to do. (laughs) Yeah, let's get those old man noises out, shall we? (laughs) Yes. I can't, yeah, it was like, wah! wah. This is not making wah. Like yeah, what sound. was that? From the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, I'm Ann Lindholm, and this show has just one thing today. I think most of our listeners will have heard by now, if only from last week's show intro, that our friend and longtime co-host Mike Frizzell passed away a week ago after a short and sudden illness. We had known for a few days that he was in the hospital, but I think that we were all banking on that old trope that no news is good news. And so when word came that he had died, we were pretty stunned. We've had a few days to process now, but we'd like to take this time together to share some thoughts with each other and all of you. In that spirit, the whole gang's here today to crack open the mics, talk about our relationships with Mike, and try to make a tiny bit of sense out of all of this. From Austin, Texas, it's Hillary Livingston Butler. Good morning, Hillary. Good morning. I did drive um, on the um, SH-45 toll road <laughs> the other day, and truly, I thought of Mike. I was like, oh, it was his favorite road. It meant so much to him. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> and from Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith, the MVH Van Harn. Good afternoon, Meredith. Good afternoon. Good morning, and Sorry. Um, let's see. What did I do in Mike's honor? I tried to stop a pay it forward in a drive through I failed. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not as strong as he was. Nope. <laughs> From Boston, Massachusetts, it's Bobby Pave. Good afternoon, Bobby. Good afternoon. I'm filling in for Terry Gross, whose chair is spinning right next to me. <laughs> and from Linwood, Washington, it's Christy Wise. Hi, Christy. Hello. I'm currently wearing the Sonic sweatshirt that Mike got me for christmas exchange and oh, we yeah. had taco time two days ago oh, nice. <laughs> living I've in his few, honor yeah a couple of taco time tributes this week <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah hopefully the good taco time well of course yeah oh we don't have any of the bad ones here oh that's good well <laughs> as you may have guessed we're talking out we're tossing out the show format today because small and medium talk seem somewhat irrelevant And we'll just try to spend the episode talking about Mike, sharing some memories, and hopefully doing a lot of laughing. Uh, We have some lovely comments from people who wrote to us with condolences, and I'm sure we'll wander down some conversational rabbit holes, which is entirely appropriate to this show, (laughs) and something that Mike would have enjoyed immensely. Mm -hmm. And I'm just realizing I meant to get the box of Kleenex and bring it over to my desk just in case, and I have forgotten to do that. No. So I may be in trouble. <laughs> no. You make a good point. I can see the box of Kleenex in this office, and it's like five Fire feet beyond my reach. Two, yeah. Do we need like a 10-second Kleenex break? <laughs> Maybe. And yeah, okay. Maybe. Ready and go. Okay. Yes. My mic cord can reach, I think. <clears throat> Ooh. Ooh, gosh. 
I planned ahead. I did too. Because <laughs> you were so ahead of the game. I know. We're I'm the responsible ones. <laughs> this <for time>. once. <laughs> I, I opted not to get up because I'm kind of strapped in here, so I'm just going to use my sleeve. You just can't cry. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> uh, Whatever, I got mine. I know myself I too well to not have these on hand. I think it's actually a fitting tribute to Mike to derail the show format and not be fully prepared. Yeah. <laughs> At least, oh, well, and we had a little trouble with the Zoom. Remember how every week he couldn't figure out where the Zoom link was? <laughs> it's in the general channel, like it always is. Well, first of all, he couldn't figure out which Zoom we were recording in. Yep. To be fair, we couldn't either today. <laughs> it's true. <That's> <laughs> and problem. then he couldn't figure out where the link to said room yeah. was. <laughs> Oh, old man. I remember being very patient. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't have anything more prepared than that. I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's, it's a real fuck it, we'll do it live moment, isn't it? Absolutely. <sighs> I. It seems sort of stupid to plan and structure more than that. I mean, yeah. as yeah. as we were talking about before... The show started. When you get together after your friend dies, you're not like, okay, who wants to go first? It's <laughs> yeah. just like an evolving conversation. Well, but- like we, so on our planning call, we were, it sort of came up naturally that we were all saying the last conversation we had with Mike. And I kind of like, I kind of like that. Um, so I'll say what mine was. And, and Mike and I were discussing my wedding. And uh, the the main takeaway was that he was really pleased that it was cheap. <laughs> he was just very proud of me for not spending a lot of money. He's like, yeah, our wedding was like $28. So, so good for you. <laughs> so I think that was really, that was a sweet thing that kind of cement, you know, cements his old cheap old man status. I remember we, we had a conversation on the show once. Where he was talking about like eating down the refrigerator, like all the shit that was in the refrigerator that he didn't really like, but he was so cheap he couldn't bear to throw yep. out any yep. food, yep. even if he thought it was disgusting. <laughs> I will eat it. Power through. <laughs> so maybe something Emily got to try and didn't care for it, and Mike was like, "Well, I guess it's up to me now." <laughs> the human garbage disposal. Yep. Uh, um, yeah, my last. Um, little interaction with him was he messaged me and this is actually something that I feel really sad about because I I um, I didn't respond and it wasn't because I was like mad or upset it was just more like oh I need to think about that I'll respond later and I just didn't and I like I hate that but he messaged me remake of the bodyguard in the works lead role casting is up to you fire when ready and I <laughs> I think honestly I was just like I need to think about this a little bit deeper and I just I never responded and I hate that like I hate that that it was like this open-ended kind of thing that I there was no malicious intent it was just you know oh I don't have time to think about that right now I'll think about it later and my dumb brain just didn't I'm sure he would not hold that against you no I know I know and I don't it's not like I'm flogging myself but it's you know it's just one of those things where you leave it dangling and it Mm -hmm. feels like that's when I mean it sounds so stupid like when somebody dies you're just like wait that's that's it like that's there's literally no other options and I know obviously like intellectually I know that but emotionally it's a really weird place to be in I had the thought the other day speaking of things being left dangling I am annoyed at Mike because he owes me a cheese party. (laughs) I was thinking that too. After I archived all those weeks of 
TBTL. He promised me a cheese party. He was going to come to Minnesota and we were going to have a goddamn cheese party. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. So rude. Is this what he did to yeah. get out of that promise? <laughs> he probably he's, really extreme. he's so he's just that cheap. He's, he's so like, cheap. He's <laughs> gonna die. I'd just rather die. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, my so last we should, interaction. Should we? Hmm? Sorry, I'm just. So we have to throw him an Irish cheddar wake. Oh uh, God, Bobby! <laughs> How many of those does he get today? Are we giving him just I that one, can, or does he get three? I think, he gets I think a free unlimited. Pass. Yeah, I think unlimited yeah. for today. Just today. only. Yeah. All right, as long as they're in the style of Frizzell. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yep. This is a love language. Thank you, <laughs> Bobby. You are so lucky, and you don't even know it. <laughs> um, I my last interaction with Mike was really nice because he messaged me. Uh, to tell me how great the shows had been lately. And then he mentioned my brother Matt and how much he had enjoyed listening to Matt on the show a while ago and how we should get him back on because he said Matt was really talented. And, I mean, God, anybody who compliments my little brother is going to get right to my heart. So that was very, very sweet of him. Always a big booster of people being on the show and yes. hearing new voices and yes. doing his work for him doing right. his work for him <laughs> well co- consummate talent scout yes. right mm-hmm. that's always i mean that's how we all got roped into this except you know you christy i mean you and mike cooked this whole thing up yep. but mm-hmm. the rest of us you know mainly got roped in because mike <laughs> it's although, a multi-level marketing scheme although if i recall christy and you can correct me you were the one that had the I... idea and said mike you should do this mm-hmm. and he said okay but only if you do it with me so technically you did get you roped did in get, by mike yeah, yes. <laughs> i did yeah, I roped each other in. that's yeah. true I did not want to do it, um, but <laughs> I did feel kind of tricked. Like I thought I was just, I thought I was just filling in while he was, you know, taking care of Emily. Uh, and then, then, then I was like, okay, well, I guess that's it. And he was like, no, <laughs> you're, you still you're on forever you're on the schedule. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. So I was, I would like everyone to say how, and like maybe the, when they met him. Hmm. Like if you can uh, remember, I remember. Hmm. Go Ma- first. Um, he had just moved to um, Austin. Did um, you stalk him? Oh, one billion percent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> one billion percent. I must have messaged him on Facebook. I don't even. I don't know how I got in touch with him, but I was like, I see you're living in Austin now. Like, do you want to do? This was in. The, like, I know how much you paid for your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this is when I was definitely like feverishly a ten, and you know, I always say that Mike and Emily were like the original whack pack from like Stern. You know, like they're these um, important characters that aren't on the show all the time, mm-hmm. but they were like TBTL celebrities. And when he moved here, and I, you know, I. Uh, along with everybody was obsessed with his um his four-part series or whatever it was on tbtl so when he moved here we arranged a date at a place that is no longer open and dave me and dave and emily and mike all went out and we had a really good time and then when i was pregnant we um there was some like tens get together that was loosely attended and we met up again and then there was a little bit of a gap um, just cause like I was having kids and whatever. But when y'all started LRB, I was like, I have to be on the show. I want to be on the show. And I think I like <laughs> stopped him and was like, I have to be on. And you know, but it was kind of after that I was on, I did that thing where y'all used to like interview a 10 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then, and then it was, uh, I, we, which I was purely Mike vetting people. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then there was, then there was one time where I subbed in, and it was you. I don't. And we had never met before. We had met like on that was our first time. I think talking, and it was. I remember it was the 2016, like the summer of 2016, because we were talking about the Republican convention. Like, and and I know exactly what the occasion was. It was when Christy and Jeremy had their wedding reception. Oh yeah! Oh, because Bobby and um, and yeah. Meredith came, yeah. and I mm-hmm. and I remember. I, I'll confess, I had not been on the show that long, like a couple of months. And Christy was so kind to invite me, but I felt like I didn't really like I wasn't really in yet. Sort of like, well, they couldn't not invite me because they invited everybody else. So I, I like, Aww. I won't intrude. Uh, yeah, Aww. I mean, we had known each other outside of email for like a month christy when you invited Mm -hmm. me to your wedding reception it was so sweet but i just didn't quite feel like i qualified to go yet (laughs) and then mike you know wasn't traveling because was that his health problems then maybe i don't remember but it might have been emily's brain tumor yeah oh yeah yeah, that might have been it and then we needed a third and mike was like let's get hillary (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then I yep. came on. And-, and I remember we were getting to know you and I decided that we should all, all three of us should tell something uh, that wasn't like commonly known. Like, yes. Yes. Uh, like a new secret about us. And so I told about how I can't donate blood because I may have mad cow disease because I lived in England <laughs> in the 80s. I don't remember what yours was, Hillary, but I remember that. Uh, I think he, I came up with a top 10 list of mine. I was like, here. <laughs> and I remember I told Mike that I was a Patriots fan. He was like, what? No. Like, he was like, that was the thing that was the most shocking and annoying to him. <laughs> and Mike's was, I can't remember which basketball star's penis it was, but I remember we talked about <laughs> oh, how big yeah. Michael Jordan's penis was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds about, sounds about right. Yeah. And, and then after that, like, I think I would be on sporadically, you know, if somebody was out or whatever. And then. I remember, <laughs> Bobby, you were in town. Why were you in town? I don't know why you were in town. Um, to visit Mike. Yeah, right? but that was when he came for a week or something. It may- maybe. And, was and it I- the timeshare? Bobby, I think we it was the timeshare. Time yeah, it was the timeshare. Yeah. That, that weird timeshare. It was courtesy of my mother being dumb enough to buy a timeshare and then too <laughs> busy to funny. use it. You came to see me that trip too, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I came. Yeah. I spent the night at the house. Yeah. I, I flew in and out of, of Dallas uh or in Mike's honor, I'll say Dallas. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> gotta stay uh, because it was like, significantly cheaper, and yeah. so I rented a car. And I made the mistake of renting a sedan and like a low to the ground sedan. <laughs> oh my god, it's the worst choice ever, right? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. that drive to Austin. Uh, it's awful. It I was scared the entire time we you, did that. As you should be. Ugh. Um. No. And then and then I remember going with Bobby, and I guessed it a couple of times. And I remember going with Bobby and Mike to. <laughs> Kirby Lane and y'all like I think y'all were sitting across from me and you're like we want to propose something to you and I'm like what (laughs) you you thought it was like a threesome (laughs) that's so funny because he did almost the exact same thing like I think I had met Mike just via Facebook like I think he commented I said something on the Stents page and he thought it was funny and he sent me a message and then we just sort of were chatting from there but then like he was like oh I'm gonna come to Dallas me and Emily are gonna come to Dallas do you want to have lunch and I was like sure so I went and had lunch and then he did the same thing he was like I have a proposition for you and I was like uh what? <laughs> 
you want to sell Amway? (laughs) I have these leggings. (laughs) (laughs) By the irony of that. Yeah. Um, Anne, how did you meet uh, Miguel? Um, So the first time I met Mike... All right, so I had been listening to LRB from the beginning, you know, as you yes. said, Hillary TBTL yeah. celebrities, and yes. I and I had known Mike and Christy and Bobby from being on TBTL, and I'd listened to the takedown because um, apparently I would listen to anything in those days. <laughs> <laughs> and so I forgot I, you were a downer, a total I was downer, a total downer. <laughs> Um, and then the archive project came along and it took me like four yes, months yeah. to work up my courage to be like, I exist, I could do this. <laughs> and so Christy and I had been uh, emailing back and forth a little bit, getting to know each other in the course of like me submitting weeks of TBTL I forgot every other about day. That. I did so much of it. How could I have forgotten? Yeah, it was a while <laughs> wow. ago now. Blocked and it out. Yeah. I think as a consequence of that... When uh, you guys, LRB, decided to do that special show that was like a tribute to Andrew Walsh, like why we mm-hmm. love Andrew, was it like an anniversary, like a TBTL anniversary? I think or something? so. I yeah, think so. I was invited. Christy invited me to like submit some audio, and of course, me being me, I went and found this. It was a two-part clip. And I like recorded an intro and then I recorded an interstitial between the clips and I recorded like a sum up where I talked about why I liked it and the theme of it and all of this. And it was eight minutes, guys. I edited it all together. <laughs> and why were you to- immediately invited on to be a host right then and there? <laughs> and well, I sent that it kind to- of did happen. Yeah. I sent it to Christy and the show came out and the morning that the show came out, Mike Facebook messaged me uh, and said, hey, that was really great. And you're very talented. And, you know, that was the first time he knew that I existed. And it was in very short order after that, that I did get invited to come on and fill in for Christy, who was planning her wedding and doing several podcasts and being a mom and all of this. And then actually, unlike Meredith, well, I don't know, I definitely was hoping to be asked on. I was like, maybe if I just do all the work, they'll let me stick around. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think I'm the only one that, I mean, Anne, you're the only one that I brought on. Yep. That I found mm-hmm. it. You were because in your downline. Yes. I think you'd have <laughs> right. to go several like generations back to yeah. uh, give Mike any credit for <laughs> me being on the show. Yeah. 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 Um, and it was also because uh, people would complain about my accent. And so when I went on break, I was like, well, we need someone that can edit because Jeremy had to be off because he was the only, he was, oh, I guess Bobby was doing it. So Jeremy and Bobby were like taking turns. Um, so I need someone that can edit and Anne already proved that she can. And also I need someone with Midwest accent. <laughs> I need some good to accent make work. People mad. Yep. <laughs> Stay mad forever about it. Yep. <laughs> oh, should I go? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Me or Bobby? Yeah. Okay. So I met him through the old message boards, but I had started listening almost when they were almost done, like a couple months before they 
ended. And so I just kind of knew him as a celebrity. I was at, you know, quote unquote, at their wedding. <laughs> and I was just like, you look so pretty to Emily. <laughs> <laughs> so like dumb and starstruck or whatever. And then I met Mike first. Oh, then then um, the Stickam people. That's where the stands oh, right. came from. Oh, yeah. So he was on it every day. And so was I because, you know. My boss was passed out drunk. So, right. um, and for people that don't know, that's that was like a chatting. Yes, um, it was a video, so we app. could watch. You could watch you, the show and chat about it in live. Yes, right? yeah. yes, it was so fun. It was great. So, um, Mike was on there every day. He was so funny, and then we became Facebook friends from that. And um, then I did. When did TDP come out? Does anyone remember? Oh, it was after this. Okay. So then we did that wine tasting. Remember when TVTL did the Chateau Saint-Michel wine tasting and, and then you submitted it and yeah. voted mm-hmm. for the, the best wine or whatever. So we, um, I put together a wine tasting at that coffee shop that were the tens. They, they had a book club there too. And so a bunch of people came and, um, Jen was the MC of it and Mike actually came to town and that was the first time I met him and it was like, me and Mike and Kate um, so like sat together. So that was fun um, getting to meet all of them. And then we were just friends from there. I was on TDP a couple times. Um, and I, what I love is that Mike is kind of a, was a kind of a collector of people, yeah. as we just <laughs> have said. And he would say, you know, he would like find out everything about you. And then just say, you need to meet this person. Yep. And yep. and then, and like, he would love to hear the stories of my family. And then that's when he's like, we are doing a show about this. And that's one of my favorite shows is the one with, um, when Matt and I went back and forth about it. I remember that. Family. I remember <laughs> like baking something in the kitchen and listening to that with fascination. And I got, so the, the first time Emily ever wrote to me, she just, at, listened to that show and said were you adopted <laughs> uh, uh, yeah so that was it and then we just talked all the time and then that then I said okay you know what needs to happen we need to have a recap show and then that's the everything else is history yep yep Bobby Bobby your turn right so I tried to do my homework here, uh, and I scrolled back through Messenger uh, as far as I could um, to try to figure out when we started talking. And apparently, the first message that was ever sent between us was um, in November 2013. And I think we had sort of commented on one another's posts in the Stens. Um, but he reached out to me with something about Boston sports stuff. And this would have been a week after the Red Sox won the World Series. So I'm sure that it was something to do with that. Um, and actually, I think he was mad about Luke saying something dumb about Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Luke said something um, dumb? Oh, about sports care. in particular? <laughs> what? Which had been an ongoing thing, of course. And so... You know, it, it started there, and so much of our relationship actually revolved around and through sports. Actually, though, it's worth noting right after that, maybe just a few days after that, 
uh, initial conversation is when we found out that Andrew, when he had just moved to LA, was living in an Airbnb with that <laughs> French, the French woman actress. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and of course, I immediately found her. Of course, yeah, yeah, of course she uh, did. Uh, Emily Kuznicki, um, who is now a belly dancer, by the way. Mm-hmm. I just checked in on her latest, so she is still <laughs> way too hot to be living with Andrew Walsh. And, um, <laughs> uh, and so we enjoyed that very much. And then the highest praise was that he shared that information with Emily and she was delighted by it. And we just kept talking from there and we were always shooting these, you know, sarcastic jabs at one. And I was listening to takedown. So I would have commentary on takedown. I, I mean, I was on takedown toward, toward the mm-hmm. end a couple of times with your like I, death row food or whatever. Right. Right. I wrote yeah. my whole menu. Yeah. I remember that. For my last meal. It's like a day long experience. Yeah. Uh, and then I filled in toward the end during the, uh, the epic big hero six era of <laughs> TDP. As TDP Matt was misconnections. And by misconnections, we mean, where's the co-host? Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, and then a couple of things happened. Um, the, the, the integral part to me being on LRB was Christy and Mike interviewed each other for episodes one and two. And then I think they realized it was time to have a guest <laughs> for episode three. And I assume Mike just asked me or I asked, I don't, I don't think I asked, but I think that Mike asked me because I was feeding material. Like I would just send Mike zingers and commentary and he was using, I mean, it was basically like you <laughs> just basically writing also- jokes for Mike. I know you're like the people that write for late night <laughs> and then he claimed him as his own. <laughs> yeah, just, just fine. I knew what was going on. Bobby is the but- Bruce Valanche. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's only a matter stick. of time before somebody compared me to Bruce Valanche. Uh, in 2015, when TBTL um, had a Mariners night, uh, Mike just was unrelenting in insisting that I come to Seattle for that event. And I think that was even when he reached out to Will, who he didn't know very well at the time. And he was like, hey, Will, you work for the airline. What can you do to get my boy, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> Always offering up Will's services. Like, Wait, Bobby, Bobby, was that really your first time to Seattle? I, I Yes, yes. It, and the thing wow. is, I was already going to Denver Sam had a conference in Denver, and yes. so I rerouted my trip. I went to Seattle, and then I went from Seattle to Denver to catch up with Sam. And so I only was in Seattle for like 24 hours, and I flew into SeaTac. Mike picked me up, gave me his legendary driving tour of Seattle, <laughs> everything, the, the UW campus, the Arboretum, yep. all the neighborhoods, where he grew up. All his favorite places. Kid Valley. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All of it. Uh, uh, we went to the game. I stayed with him at his hotel room in Bothell. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I remember this. <laughs> Wait, was Where... it Marianne in town, too? Yes. Yes, she okay, was. Okay, that's right. Um, and uh, was there. We were on, like, um, marginally overlapping itineraries. So Mary and I yep. were only both in the same city for, like, six hours. And then I went off and flew to Denver, but I that was it. I was like, and that's where I took that picture the, of my Mike favorite and Ellie. Picture. Oh my god! So that's another thing. Um, sorry to interrupt, but no. Um, Mike and Elliot had talked 
every single week. So Aww. like we recorded every now I'm going to cry <laughs> Friday and Saturday, either Friday or Saturday night is when we would record. And so like Elliot would not go to bed until she could have a little conversation Aww. with Mike. It was so cute. And if you don't know, she would ask him the same question. What don't you know how to do <laughs> like, <laughs> every time? And so he, they had built this relationship and that was the first time she saw him in person was Aww. Bobby caught that picture. So and she just like ran up to him and like, she had also given him the green grasshopper hat. Which he's wearing. Yeah. yeah I love it. it. That thing was so small. Like, it was for kids. I don't know <laughs> fit on his head. He must have a tiny head. But well, yeah, he really that's... considered himself an assistant coach. Oh, of the... for sure. And that year, he did go to more green grasshopper games than Elliot's mom did. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So yeah, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I just no, just to give background. I, to that I mean, picture. Uh, from there, so I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I haven't, I haven't cried a ton this last week. I've had my little moments where I've broken down, but, but really, um, you all are some of my closest friends, and also, I mean, I don't want to disregard so many people I know and love in the world, but like some of my only true close friends, like I don't. I have a handful of friends from college and I have a handful of friends from my sort of Buffalo circle and people who I see and visit with. And when I see them and catch up with them, it's like we never missed a beat, even though it might be six months or a year between talking to them. But but you all, I talk to every week yeah. and sort of constantly all week because of the nature of this keeping us connected. And I owe all of that to Mike. Yeah. Yeah. All exactly. of it. My entire sphere of the people who I am closest to were through Mike being a connector. And I don't know what my life would be like today if not for that. I mean, other than Sam, uh, I don't have anyone who I'm this close with uh, except you all. And and we all have our own individual dynamics and relationships and interconnections with our own little circle. And then our close listeners and friends from there. And we all talk to different people there regularly and whatever. And I feel awful because so many people have sent me condolence messages over the last week and a lot of people in our orbit um and i've sent sort of very short polite answers back because i just haven't had the energy or wherewithal to, to say more than that but um you know i just i all of this and and really like i listened to tbtl before i found mike obviously but i wouldn't be engaged in the way i am now if if he no. hadn't pulled me in mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah yep. for sure it, it's kind of an odd thing because i f- i feel the same way bobby in that you guys are the ones who know about the little tiny things in my life and also the monumental yeah. things in my life from just sort of the day. Like I just told you, I had to have emergency cake before we were <laughs> <Yeah>. recorded. <laughs> um, and like, who else am I going to tell that to? But also you guys knew that my dad died yeah. before mm-hmm. anybody outside of my family yeah. knew that. And it's those two um uh, like different levels of connection that we have through this. Yeah. And it's largely due to him <clears throat> and, and kind of what, what he did was, you know, Mike was obviously everybody knows this. He was a complicated person. Um, but like he really <laughs> believed in people and yes, yep. a lot of it was 
wanting other people to do work, but even, you know, <laughs> even at, you know, on the show or whatever, he, he always was like, I believe in you kid. Like, and I, you know, I, I think that you're talented and I, I really, you know, enjoy having you on the show. It was always like bolstering me up even when he didn't really need to. And it was bolstered you a... up to me. He, yeah. He's always yeah. like, yeah. Hillary is such a star. Oh, and I was like, okay, big... but what about me? He was uh, a big yeah. Hillary. <laughs> like, he was mm-hmm. lobbied for you. I know. Um, I know. Hardcore. And... Like, he really, really, really thought you should be on the show, and he was totally right. I mean, the rest of us were we so were like, really? <laughs> <laughs> this girl is so annoying. I, I do remember there was a little bit of a, a, hold on, can we have a discussion before you make this unilateral decision? <laughs> Not that it was anything that we didn't want Hillary was like, wait, no. wait, wait, can we talk about yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I was like, we had made a decision that we can't bring anyone else on that doesn't know how to edit because right. Like, right. we were right. dead weight. Like me, Meredith and Mike yeah. were dead weight. Yeah. Like yeah. we just like take, take, take. And so I was like, no, we have to have someone. And so he's like, Hillary can do it. Hillary will be able. Yeah. She already knows how to edit. You didn't. But no. he just no. said that. To no. like, Bobby, gave, like, Bobby gave me a quick lesson. We went back to the ranch and Bobby was like, okay, I'm going to show you how to edit real quick. <laughs> While the pets are all jumping around. I'm like, okay. Okay, okay. I, I think I got yeah. it. I think I got it. <laughs> no, he was he was very very kind to me in that way. Where you know, like I know that I am not shy and I can talk about anything at the drop of a hat. But like having somebody say like, "No, you're talented. You can do this." Was I don't know. It 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 made me believe in myself a little bit. And that's that's kind of the stuff that I'm gonna miss. I mean, and he. You know, I was talking to, to Missy about it, and she was like, man, you know, sometimes he could tell a story that was super long, and you're like, what the hell is going on? And then like, he would just... this end? <laughs> but then he'll land it with something just that's so fucking funny that you're like, okay, it was worth the trip. Yeah. It was worth right. it. <laughs> yeah. Hillary, about him, like, kind of gassing you up, it, it's it's such... He, he used to message me, like, if he wasn't on a show or whatever, and I made a dumb joke that he liked, and he would yeah. message me and say that he liked it, and that was always such a good feeling yeah, somebody like, heard he him. was so yeah he was so affirming and to, to to get a compliment like that from him just meant a lot to me yeah um, yeah and he was so free with it it was very sweet oh and and yeah. he would say about you he was like she's so talented oh yeah she's so mm-hmm. talented absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah well and actually one of the things that both like because I'm such like a, a conflict averse in my life one of the greatest joys was witnessing Anne and Mike go toe-to-toe I love <laughs> Anne that you like would not let him get away with bullshit yeah. and he loved it like he loved it he would fight back but he fucking loved it like he needed yeah. somebody that was like no you can't use a towel for pizza that's ridiculous get it out <laughs> the thing the th- Mike and I are, are weirdly similar yep we you know despite the fact of having like no personality traits almost in common and coming from very different places and obviously being different genders and having different life experiences. Um, he has, he had a, our families are kind of the same in that very stoic Scandinavian way yeah. where uh, you may have feelings, but they're irrelevant mm-hmm. uh, and there's no drama and no discussion and um, so we really kind of got each other at a like molecular level almost for that. But then it turns out that we both enjoy a verbal skirmish from time to time. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> oh, really? We just 
enjoy taking a verbal swing. And I think it made him really happy that there was somebody who would, like you said, give it back to him. And it made me really happy because it was somebody that I could actually do it with and mm-hmm. there weren't like Feelings. emotional consequences. Right. Because you would never do that in my family. You you know, there was no back and forth in in that way. So I, you know, I spent all my life having to be the good girl and be polite and you, you never disagree with anybody. And the ability to feel safe and just take a giant whack at somebody mm-hmm. was really frank. Now, that's not to say that we didn't occasionally misjudge the strength <laughs> of our swings. Yeah. <laughs> because we had a couple of times when we actually hurt each other's feelings yeah. uh, un- unbeknownst to the other. And there was like one time he messaged me after we'd had some sort of dust up. And he's like, hey, are we okay? And I said to him something that I said a number of times to him since then, which is, you and I will always be okay. And even if we're not okay, we're still okay. Yeah. And that's how I felt about him. Because in a weird way, he was a safe person for me to have emotions about. Because I knew that he could take it. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. could come back. And that yeah. was a really valuable lesson for me yeah and also use napkins you fuck (laughs) (laughs) no i i felt it too or even where i'm like squirming some when y'all would argue i knew it was like 95 percent of the time in good spirits and good fun and y'all y'all were having if I really meant it, I would never bring it up on the show. No. If I was really upset about something. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. That's the time when you push it down and lock it in the box and set it aside. If I was really mad, none of you would ever know. Just think about that. <laughs> no, but he did make it you feel safe to be like, uh, you know, I'm kind of upset with you or whatever. I'm frustrated with you. And, you know, he wouldn't hate you for the rest of your life. It would... You know, you could talk it out to some degree. Or you could just make fun of each other and just go on with that. And that was fine. Yeah, which is not to say, I mean, let's be um, realistic here. And everybody's talking about all the wonderful things about Mike. He could also be a colossal jackass sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, he totally could. Personality. Mike Frizzell? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm the wrong Frizzell here. Yeah. We weren't talking about Lefty Frizzell, the country singer? I thought it was, yeah, Bill Frizzell. Oh, wait, that's or Bill Frizzell, the guitarist. The new newly appointed mayor or city council person, Christine Frizzell. That's oh. from here. There's a Frizzells everywhere. There's a, yeah, there's a commercial real estate agent named Matt Frizzell here. And I'm always like, wait, what? Like when I get an email from him, I'm like, what? Why is what? Mike? <laughs> uh, my funniest thing, yes, he was super complicated, but I was like spelling his name and mine my apple iphone i don't know why it specified apple <laughs> um but my <laughs> iphone corrects it to frizzell like there's extra there ex- are extraneous z's and l's because didn't he get like a credit <laughs> oh, card it's the credit <laughs> card with like seven <laughs> z's or something that was so that was <laughs> well and the time he got a custom mariner's jersey from the mariner's staff <laughs> with not enough z's right <laughs> with not enough z's <laughs> yeah uh, 
No, you know, he was he was complicated and he was frustrating and but like lovable and irritating and he, you know, the full human experience. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't love somebody despite their flaws. No. You know, yeah. you love right. somebody for the whole of themselves, yeah. their their pluses and their minuses and I, you know, even when we were frustrated with him or when he'd like, I don't know, taken an edible before we recorded and then <laughs> we would get to the latter half of the show and we were like, What is what he doing? <laughs> yeah, some of his late night missives. I'm like, Oh take, yeah. <laughs> Did you yeah. take an edible right? What are you so talking about? We have we have a, a big chat and um a lot of us have nicknames in that chat. <laughs> I think you guys know where I'm going with this. Yes. Um yep. at one point, and this was quite a while ago, he um <laughs> must have just like butt dialed or like fat fingered it while high he's had to have been high um right because my nickname in that group now <laughs> is wait where <laughs> uh da, 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 da. Uh, I'm laughing because I, I wasn't there for it, but I remember being like, "Why is this Meredith's name?" Can I see it? Can you guys see it? Because I can't tell what it is yeah, wait, exactly. On, I don't want to be I'm wrong. I'm trying to find <laughs> where you can see all the nicknames. I'm looking in the because, like, in the nickname thing. Oh, here we go. If you do oh, an at, it's, it's yeah, I've got it here. It's creative doll dash face exclamation point space capital H space lowercase H space H space H H space T space H space H N there we go yes what so okay creative doll face is because my (laughs) my cat briefly this has nothing to do with Mike but my cat Loki got outside one time and I freaked out uh, because he's an indoor cat this was in Dallas and I put a post on next door just in case anybody saw him and then I found him and somebody asked how so I told him and it wasn't that like I got the cat treats out or something and so this lady called me a creative doll face uh, some old lady in my neighborhood and uh, Mike thought that was hilarious and I think that's uh, yeah that's how I got that nickname but then he just added all these H's to the end of it one day and I thought it was so funny that I it never looks like Morse code like he was probably trying to like direct message you or something right yeah and he just like kept pushing buttons <laughs> changed my nickname and he did that to a couple other people too and uh just so good I love it <laughs> I just noticed that that big chat of sort of I, I know that from time to time we have felt bad talking about the quote-unquote big chat because it makes it sound like there are people who are included and not included and it's some sort of club. It's really not. It started out many years ago as a utility for planning um, like a gathering of tens who were going to be in Seattle for something. And then it just sort of <clears throat> ever evolved and membership has changed as people have come and gone. But I still have a burner Facebook account in that chat that is nicknamed <laughs> number two giraffe lover. <laughs> <laughs> for reasons I can't remember at all. But the whole reason that that burner account even exists, and it's, um, I, I don't want to give the name of stuff because I don't want people to go find it, but it, it exists because I was using it to troll the Prowers County buy and sell oh, Facebook yeah. page, <laughs> which is an old takedown podcast bit from forever ago. Uh. Oh. Yeah. Again, something no. I never would have done otherwise. <laughs> no, yeah, no, for sure. No, 
And we had a, I, I don't even remember what it was, but we were trying to get Mike to click on a link or something. And he was like, <laughs> I think we had Slack, but it was still kind of, oh my God, he had the hardest time figuring out Slack. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I just don't see the link. We were like, no, Mike, in the show sheet, <laughs> in the show sheet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I was trying to think of all the other little ancillary, like, things that like we again this was definitely another time where he got me to do his work for him but when the tbtl when tbtl came down to austin for that show and 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 that was when i and and christy i think that was when i met Mm -hmm. y'all for the first time yep um when dave like basically almost got kicked out of the show because he was like laughing too hard or something but (laughs) (laughs) um he uh not by luke nander by like other patrons um but um I was like very, you know, I wanted people, I mean, Mike messaged me and was like, we need to get together like a list and, you know, and that was like my thing that I had to do. I was like, I'm going to make like intensive Google map. So everybody will know like, oh, that was so helpful. Uh, I used that. I still, I still use it. Although like half the restaurants are closed at this point, but um, I'm like here, I need to update this, but you know, here you go. I'll send them the link. I have to change the name. It doesn't say TBTL South of Queso anymore, but um, Mike and I, that's kind of when we like, not rekindled but really like I hadn't seen him in a long time I think it was just when he had his first right after he had his first foot removed but we all met out at uh, Moon Tower it was really 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 fun and I don't know it was like I got to work with him and we had a good time I mean I did most of the work but it was really really (laughs) really really fun he had a great a great time that night I remember Mm -hmm. because Oh, Christy, that was our lost interviews. Oh, oh yes. Remember that? Where yes, we, were, yes. we were sitting down by the volleyball court yep. um, with all those people without their Oh, my gosh. On. My it was goodness. great. It was a lot distracting. of hot people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, Having uh, been to Moon Tower a couple of times now, yes, that happens there. Yes. Yep. And Mike was like shepherding people over to us I mean, he was i don't know if we would call him the scheduler but he was definitely like now it's your turn mm-hmm. to be interviewed and he would lead people over to us and get them sit and i and i do remember that was after his first amputation because that was the first time i think that he really um like spent all evening still yeah. on his feet and was negotiating uneven ground yes, and yes. he was really mm-hmm. proud of that that yeah. he mm-hmm. was able to get out so well that was uh, a fun night. That was a mm-hmm. really, it was really, really, really fun. fun night. Do y'all also remember at Will's house, the last big, you know, when we had our last LRB event, when he showed everybody how he, oh, like, God. he did up. the dem- demonstration. <laughs> like he called, <laughs> oh, yeah. he called Will over and he was like, I need a washcloth and some lotion. Yes. <laughs> and we were like, what is oh, happening? No. Yeah. <laughs> we're all sitting oh, around. And it was a demonstration of how to put on his leg. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, you know, it was a more technical process than I thought it would be. Very time intense. Like, he would talk about, like, you know, it's just easier to stay in bed than to (laughs) just deal with putting on my legs and all this stuff. And it just, it really did. It was an involved process and it took forever. I think he said, like, seven minutes per leg. And he was like, if we ever have a a fire, I'm done for. Because I won't have time to put my legs on. I mean, I, I do think that, you know, he, he would always be like, a, you know, in good spirits. He didn't want to talk about it that much, but that must take a toll, man, you know? And when you're trying oh, yeah. so hard to, like, keep some normalcy, like, I'm okay, I'm fine. Like, I can clean up after the pets. And I mean, he wanted to do that, but mm-hmm. doing all the stuff, it takes a, 
physical and mental toll on you just to have to get ready and go through these processes every single day. I, I, mm. I can't imagine. You think Mr. Feelings Avoider didn't sh- share all of that with us? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I have the sniffles and I'm like, I have the sniffles. I can't, <laughs> I can't deal with this. No, he, he kept all of that stuff extremely to himself. I think mostly mm-hmm. because he just didn't want, this is another way that he and I have some um, shared emotional genetics is that like he didn't want to be a burden on anybody he didn't want to show that he had needs or ask for help or do any of that which is how we didn't find that he was having his leg cut off until what like the day before it happened yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and he only told us you know because he was gonna have to take some time off from the show Mm -hmm. and we were like excuse me what well, and that yeah. never changed. We didn't know he was sick until he was in the hospital on a ventilator, no. for Christ's sake. Although, I will say, after the first leg, I kind of figured out the signs because I knew the second leg was coming because he got real quiet and real yep. withdrawn mm-hmm. uh, on a general basis. And I was like, oh, God, I feel it happening again. But, yeah, also with the hospital thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to, you know, respect what he wanted people to know and not to know, right? No matter how close you are, it's not our business unless he wants it to be our business. But, you know, to go along at the same time when he was, his brother was doing that to him. Like he was desperately trying to help his brother sort out his life. And his brother was just pushing him away at top speed the whole time and Mike was so frustrated I was like can't you see that's what you do to people right yeah (laughs) I know and the thing is also is Mike had like we were talking before what was so frustrating is Mike does have a huge circle of friends and acquaintances that care deeply about him and that was frustrating I mean again it's none of our business but we're just like we just want to help or we want to know you know what we can do or how we can say goodbye or whatever and that was how best to support you yeah is really yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Jeremy said uh, said a point that Mike loved an Irish exit where he would just like disappear, yes. not tell anyone who was leaving a party. Every every time he would just you yep. know, slowly Vanish. slip away, and then you know an hour later, where did Mike go? Oh yeah, he's gone. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and then he just did that in death. Yeah, he yeah. Did. Like it's a good you point. son of a bitch. It's very yeah. appropriate <laughs> right. for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. He's like, oh, I'm peacing out well, now. What do they say? He he died doing what he loved, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> avoiding <laughs> avoiding feelings and yeah. disappearing. Nope. He yeah. let so he let me help him a couple of times in different ways, but it was always in regard to Emily. It wasn't helping yep. him, you know. Yeah, um, totally. He was he would allow it if it was helping somebody else. Like when Emily was having her brain surgery, I picked Cullen up from school several times actually because uh, he was he was. Um, going to school north of Dallas and I would drive him. He, I was totally willing to drive him to Austin, but, but all they wanted was for me to drive him to the bus station so he could take a bus to Austin to see his mom. I did that several times. And then I helped them move from Austin to Manchac when he bought that. <laughs> Wait, was it Kyle? The, or was maybe it, it was Kyle. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, Kyle. It was yeah, it would have been I the Kyle house. Yeah. Yep. The Kyle House. Yeah. The, uh, the Insect Museum. <laughs> the Insect Museum. Yeah. Yes, exactly. He would have wanted you to forget about Kyle. <laughs> it's like yeah. just he hated yeah, being there. He really did. But oh. um, it was, you know, he loved Eddie so much. He loved my dogs. He loved Molly. He and Molly had a really um, sweet relationship. He just, they had, they were like kindred spirits. Molly was a very like 
sweet and gentle dog. She was big. Um, she could have bit your hand off if she wanted to, but she was just so sweet. And she like just she would look at Mike like she just adored him because she could Aww. tell that he was a dog person. And then when we helped him move, um, Eddie was pretty uh, pretty new and had a lot of separation anxiety. And so Mike's job was to sit there and try to keep Eddie calm <laughs> while, we were, while we were helping move stuff. And it was a really challenging thing because every time one of us wasn't in line of sight, Eddie would freak out. And so Mike's just holding this like freaked out <laughs> little dog. Um, but, you know, it was like his way of, of, of helping and participating. Helping. And so at, he did it and he did as good of a job as anybody could have with that little rascal. Um, <laughs> but that was that was how how I could help him. And it was helping Emily and helping Cullen. You know, yeah, it wasn't yeah. ever yeah. directly helping him. Yeah, Jeremy went down a couple times in the same thing. It was like under the guise of helping Emily. Mm -hmm. But um to say that he was a dog person is like kind of underestimating. Yes. Like he I think he was a dog yeah. like partly. Like I have two I have had two terrible dogs that hate almost everybody and like they just jump into his arms and like <laughs> lick his face. I'm like that dog like bites Elliot on the face. Like but <laughs> for some reason Mike's just like nope, come here. Come here and like is totally fine. And yep. it's it's funny because yep. like he loved Molly so so much and then um Emily loves Link so so much. Like still yeah, to this does. day. No. Yes. <laughs> just obsessed with him. Um <laughs> because I think the first time they came over it was around Christmas and I had been really brave and put up a Christmas tree which is just such a dumb move when you've got four cats yeah. um, <laughs> but and and Link was uh really fond of climbing the Christmas tree and just hanging out inside of it and <laughs> he was doing that when they were over and she was enchanted by it and then there was like a basket <laughs> on a on a sofa table and Link would like climb in there and look like a loaf of bread and she he was just <laughs> like hamming it up for her and she loved it so <laughs> mm -hmm. that you know that's a quick way to get in my good graces too is to to swoon over my pets love your so, cats yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I remember he, he wasn't really a dog person until he met Emily. Yeah, if I, don't I think recall. So. Yeah, yes. and met Jack and Frank. I, mm -hmm. Yeah, I just don't think mm -hmm. he had any dogs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was not that he disliked them; that he just didn't have that much experience. But owning then he them. met his soulmate, Jack. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. When I he met when he met Duchess for the first time, he was like instantly obsessed with her, and I Duchess is like my cover. You know, not my profile pic, but the pic behind the pic or whatever. And he was like, you can't ever change that. Mm -hmm. It has to be Duchess forever. <laughs> well, when you think about the fact that Jack died like eight years ago, almost a decade, mm -hmm. and he still would repost pictures of Jack on his Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he would still cry regular. when he talked about And he would cry yep. every yep. time he yep. talked about Jack. Yep. <laughs> he had a lot of feelings. He did. Yeah. Again, maybe channeled them through the pets through a little dogs. bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pets and sports. <laughs> yes. Safe topics. Good, isn't he? Yep. It's probably 70% of our private conversations were about pets and sports. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and sometimes when he would reach out about those things, then we would push into things that were more personal and serious. And that was his way of opening up those conversations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so. <sighs> yeah. It's it's weird because, like I said, when like when somebody dies, sometimes I can be like, okay, well that happened, that happened, and really what got well one 
seeing Kirby Lane for some reason because he did love Kirby Lane so much. And the last time I How was there, he, mm-hmm. I was with him. That kind of made me emotional. But really, like hearing his voice on TBTL the first time, I think several of us had listened in a long time. Um, that was. It was the like I'm never going to hear his voice again. Yeah, not recorded. Yep. Yep. That was that was kind of like a crazy thought to think. Again, like this dumb stuff. Like I know it's forever, but it feels weird that it's well, those forever. Are, those things kind of hit you. Yeah, in a certain way, it's it's that happens to me every time somebody close to me dies. It's just like this kind of disbelief. Like what that can't yeah. be. Like mm-hmm. that they're go- what does that mean? That doesn't that doesn't make any sense. That's I'm sort I, of that's living kind of where in I'm a still. Yeah, I'm living in a. Well, I guess that happened sort of mm-hmm. state. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know how, what it is, is that I get hijacked by other people's emotions. Yeah. When I'm thinking about it for myself, it's like, I don't like oh, feelings in the box. There they go. But when I hear somebody else get emotional, <laughs> that then, you know, I'm done for. So, yeah. you know, li- like Hillary said, listening to TBTL for the first time in two years this week and hearing Luke's voice catch at the end of the show. Oh, um, gosh. And Andrew's at the beginning when yeah. he yep. said, Mike will never hear this show. Oh, God. I know. That got me, too. I, know. I was like, oh, stop it. Stop it. Stop it right now. <laughs> Put the feelings away. <laughs> Somebody make a joke. <laughs> the low T joke I'm, is the one. <laughs> oh, I, Mike would have loved that. And also, just the fact when Luke was like... Um, Mike would have loved a whole show about him. And then yes. also when, when Luke goes, I'm feeling a little jealous that this is all about him. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Now it's so, Oh God. Um, what like Hillary just said, um, seeing Kirby lane or driving on that one road. What are some things that when you see it or when you hear it, will you, will it remind you of like years later? What do you think? Does anyone have oh, anything? for me, I think um, the Super Bowl. <laughs> There's a couple of reasons for that. One is that show that Ann and I did. <laughs> yes. Yes. That. Um, that was wonderful. That was really, really fun. That was our. Oh, my God. We laughed about deflated balls deflated for balls. like 15 oh my gosh. minutes. <laughs> that was a, like a pop culture challenge, right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah that yes. was super fun. But what I was thinking of specifically is one of my fondest memories is um, – Super Bowl, I don't remember what year it was, 2016 or 2017 or something. He was in a wheelchair, so he must have had both legs off at that point. And we rented the Alamo Draft House to watch the Super Bowl, like the whole theater, and invited a whole bunch of people, Mike included, and he came up. And, you know, I know how much he loves football. I know how important it is to him. And he knows how much I just absolutely know nothing about it and don't care and don't Mm -hmm. like it. But I do kind of think it's fun to watch, especially watch the Super Bowl and drink, you know, that's the yeah, fun part. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it was, I was thrilled that he was there. It was really fun. And, but when he sat down, he was like, do you want to sit by me? And I was like, Mike, I don't, I don't want to ruin this for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't think that's a good idea. I, I, I would love to sit by you, but like, I don't get what's going on. And he's like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll explain it to you. And I was like, are you Aww. sure? He's like, yeah, totally come sit. And so he, but it, it did something for him, which is he loves to talk about football, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He loves to talk about his observations. And so he was able to just talk through the whole entire thing and explain every little detail to me. And he just let me like ruin the Super Bowl for him in, in a certain no. way. So. No, I bet he loved it, though, because it's yeah. like he can kind of bestow his knowledge on yes. 
I think, yeah, I think it, it didn't occur to me until just now that it probably was good for him too. But <laughs> the whole time I was just, I just felt so bad that I was ruining this big event for him. But it was so fun and it was so sweet. Yeah, that's a good memory. Um, Anne, do you have anything? I mean, I have so many little moments that I remember from shows. Yeah. Like I was just, Meredith and I still laugh about Steve Canada to this day. <laughs> I still think about it just in my head sometimes and laugh. Yeah. Where we had a whole conversation about <laughs> Canada geese were not actually Canadian geese and how you know they couldn't be Canadian because they're not polite. <laughs> Maybe they were named after somebody called Steve Canada. It's <laughs> good. Uh, uh, Bobby, do you have any? I'm sure you have a ton. Yeah. Um I don't I don't know if I have one good answer. I think I have hundreds of good mm-hmm. answers, little answers. Just um um I I think Mike and I share a sensibility about humor and observations and details and um and I've I've always been so jealous of his ability to craft a compelling story yeah i mean that man's Mm -hmm. patter uh just just his ability to really draw something out and really engage um so for me it's it's every time i sort of let my mind wander and and one of his stories or one of his punchlines just just comes back to Mm me um i don't know those things catch me between moments they they catch me when i'm not expecting it so i think one of the things when we talk about the cat roll saga, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's really, it's one of Bobby's finest series <laughs> of moments work. was yeah. Yeah. orchestrating the, the continual and surprising cat roll of Andrew Walsh. <laughs> yeah. But what we didn't know so much was Mike was just behind the scenes yep, of yep. all of that, yep. just the pushing puppet master and, yep. and, and you know, making connections. Using his connections, yep. Uh huh. Like I don't. Did he get in touch with Genevieve to, you know, pull her in on the car CD or whatever? Yes. I don't know. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, I knew yeah, it. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> uh, that definitely that he was just pulling those strings from behind the scenes and making. The, and he took such delight. Yep. Like the two of you have very similar sensibilities for pranking people as well. <laughs> yes. I came so close. To sending Luke and Andrew a music for your weekend this week. Just, I was gonna, I was gonna call it like music for your weekend, Mike Frisell edition, because I know they would do it. And I was gonna just pick like the first ten seconds of a very sad song, and then cut into Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh! Please do that. Please do it. Do it for please. Next week. please. <laughs> I mean, just they might not play it, but just as a well, like they will love it. The right, yeah. they will play it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I think mine will always be um, if Seattle sports ever get to anything like a championship yeah, ever yeah, again. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, absolutely. If we, if we ever get the Sonics back, like that will be really difficult for yeah. me, I think. I mean, I, I'll be happy for myself, but just like the whole thing yeah, will, will be like difficult. His passion and then also, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then taco time. He was just so passionate about taco time, like this fast food restaurant. <laughs> but yeah, those are my times. I know I'll never think about 
if I see a person riding a recumbent bike, I'll <laughs> yeah. never not think of Mike. <laughs> Somebody posted a picture on Facebook. I don't remember who it was this last week, but a picture of some middle-aged guy on a recumbent bike, and he just yeah. said about the injustice of the world that Mike has gone and this asshole still riding yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> or scones. Like, I like scones, but, oh. like, anytime I think of them. Scones and scallops are the two yeah. things oh, that... Yes. Oh, I, oh. I also hate scallops, so I'm there with them, but yeah. I do believe we talked once about what a scallop scone would taste like. <laughs> so gross. I did get the kids water burger last night, and I thought Mike would be so mad right now, but they love it. Water Why? Because he hates he, it? He hated water burger. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> well... Yeah, it's going to be another two hours if I start talking about all the food memories. <laughs> um, you know, Cheddar I will based. just. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that picture of him shirtless in front of Red Lobster that he made Emily take mm-hmm. of him. I just saw that because I re-listened to the birthday episode that we did. And that's the main cover picture. <laughs> it's classic. I remember at one point he did ask us to take that down from the internet because yeah. he was trying to be taken marginally seriously while he was looking for work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I mean, he's a person who had an interesting life path. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, actually, I was thinking about this, and my mom and I were talking about it when I told my mom that he had died. She, um, she, Mike came to my surprise birthday party, which was so nice. And it was actually, it was really nice because a lot of people around me that had, you know, maybe heard him, but they were like, oh yeah, I met him at your birthday party. He was super nice. Um, He sat with my parents and charmed them, of course. Um, Mm -hmm. But my mom, one of my mom's like great joys is like scandalizing her sister, my aunt, who's lovely, but she's (laughs) a little bit, she's a little bit like more buttoned up. And my mom was like, Mike, tell Cindy, like, about your your past, like why you were in jail. And Cindy's like, you're joking, right? And he said, oh, no, like I robbed banks. And Cindy was like, no, no, you're not serious. He's like, no, I'm completely serious. And Nobody my mom believes still loves it. it. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I'm like, oh, yeah, my friend Mike, he robbed banks. But it was a long time ago. He's fine now. He's fine now. He's fine now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really one of the, the joyous turning points in my life was when I could say to somebody, so my friend who robbed a bunch of banks. Yes. Yep. And he really was my friend yep. and not somebody yeah, no. who was somebody I heard. Friend. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I talked about him in my job interview for the current job I have right now. I love telling that story to people. It yeah. is so good. Thanks, Mike, for that. Thanks for robbing banks. Yeah. I was talking to Josh Opitz. He was he was a regular contributor to um, the Takedown podcast. And he was saying that Mike had the reverse Walter White life oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, then became the boring suburb yeah. husband yeah. <laughs> his um his bio on mike's bio on his twitter profile always sold it for me and it's just his catchphrase there fighting crime by retiring from crime in october 1993 <laughs> i love that it's so good especially because he never got caught i mean that's yeah. the best yeah. part yeah and then he yeah. turned himself yeah. in yeah and mm-hmm. And I, I had, they, they alluded to it, but that he, I always say to people, he actually kind of liked prison. Like, I think he kind of enjoyed mm-hmm. it there. That might have been some of his happiest times. More, more than yeah. liked. I mean, I think he said it was the best thing that could have happened to him. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. He needed that structure and that reset, and he wasn't getting it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. All, all that time to kind of get right yeah. emotionally or, you know, 
make the next step emotionally. I think he probably still had some work left to do on that uh, on that scale. But yeah, the prison was a you know so weird to think about prison being a, a positive experience. And of course, we got to bring in the well, you know, as a smart white guy from yeah. a privileged mm-hmm. family, yeah. you know, right. has the luxury of doing well in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know that it's still it's not nothing no. that he really did turn Ma- his made life the most around. of it. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. he sure did. I had like a sort of idle fantasy for a while uh, because you know that I listened to the Crime Writers on podcast, and not that long ago there was another show that came out about that doctor. Yeah, who yeah, yeah. Mike was in prison. What's his name? Jeffrey. McDonough or something, oh. whatever. The really famous one who killed all of his families yes. and then said hippies did it. Um, <laughs> and Mike was Damn in jail hippies. with him. And I really just thought, I wonder what would happen if I just wrote to Crime Riders on and say, hey, my friend was in prison with him. Do you want to talk to him? Yeah. And, you know, I was thought, well, I'll get around to doing that one day. Mm. And now I won't. I know. Complaints and I'm not. Well, and, you know, TBTL was, in true TBTL fashion, like, struggling to be like, you can find these links to the to the shows. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, we y'all did a whole thing on it and a really well done thing because it has yeah. weaves in the narratives of Barb and Big Country and all yeah, the people. We did a much better job yes. of it. Yes. Well, it was- we took their source material, right? Like, that's in there. But people really should listen to the ones we did. Yeah. Yeah. They're there's a lot great. more context there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, he gets to look back on what happened after he did those interviews, yeah. yep. right? So he had that. And and we also, from Phyllis, we got the source um, material, <laughs> all of his court things that he had never uh, seen before. Mm-hmm. So that was really the interesting. transcripts are so good. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I have that all printed out somewhere because it was just so much. Mm-hmm. It was, it's just, it's just sitting in a, like a three ring binder somewhere in my office. Just it's fascinating. Once in a while, I just look at it and pull it off the shelf and just open up a couple of pages. And yeah, what a story! I was glad that TBTL got Bill Radke on in yeah. addition to Jen. Yeah. I thought that was a yeah. really great yep. perspective yeah. um, of what he was like. And Bill yeah. even said he was a good basketball player. I think some of us were like, "How good of a basketball <laughs> player are you?" <laughs> <laughs> like really good. And and Mike used to say to us. You know, you shouldn't have known me back then because I was a bad person. And, you know, knowing the Mike that we know and loved and, you know, who is an absolute fool for animals. I was like, really? We wouldn't have loved you back then. And Radke was like, yeah, he was kind of a cocky asshole. Yeah. I believe yeah. it. I mean, but <laughs> yeah. how, many, how many frat dudes yeah. in yeah. that situation are great guys? Right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and what I'll, what I'll give him a lot of credit for, uh, some credit for, is that when we, you know, we both loved listening to the rewatchables and I got really mad one time because they had a reality bites, um, rewatchable and they didn't have any women on it. And I was like, I- I'm sorry, what? Like you don't have any women to talk about a movie that is like about a female pr- protagonist and was right. more important to women, I think than men. And he mm-hmm. was like, you know what? I had like never thought about that, but you're totally right. Like, it, you know, he was willing to change his perspective and probably you know how he was raised and everything I mean I know he's from Seattle but like he could have gone down like a sort of Trumpy-ish path and he really chose not to you know and chose mm-hmm. to like keep his mind open and, he's a lot and, more thoughtful than that yeah he was, he was he's mm-hmm. smart yeah he was yeah. a smart person yeah so. and he really did um 
love and appreciate women. Yes. Yes. Which I Especially always. Pregnant I mean, ones. <laughs> I wasn't meaning in that way. And he loved to play sexist. I mean, there's a little real sexism there because, yeah. like you say, given his upbringing and his yeah. age bracket and stuff. I mean, you know, that's just the way it sort of is. But uh, but he did appreciate women. He appreciated women who could challenge him. That's mm. why he ended up with Emily. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, even though he said having two lady scientists was almost as good as having one regular scientist. <laughs> that was totally, you know, saying the thing that you don't really think just for comic effect. And uh, I, you know, I'm sure some people didn't quite get the nuance of that, but I did. And yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah. 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 I love to be insulted by myself. <laughs> <laughs> We need shirts that say that. <laughs> it's like Dick's Last Resort or something. Yeah. Or one time he called me an ignorant slut. Obviously <laughs> off the SNL. Fa- like I wasn't yeah. super thrilled about being called a slut. But um, he meant the opposite. Yeah, so. I know. He meant it with love. Right. What I noticed is like, so, so many people were posting because, you know, most of us have friends with from tens, right? We all are Facebook friends. And so many people were writing little tributes. And I'm like, I didn't know he had a relationship with that person. I know. Yeah, I know. So many. And like, even in the original thread that John Takamoto wrote, there was so many comments of people like, oh, I had just been talking to him last week or whatever. Right. Yeah. I just... Mm-hmm. Or I remember when I was going through this really hard time and Mike talked mm-hmm. to me and gave me really good advice and helped me with this. Yeah. And I was like, Damn got around i know (laughs) um erica knapp who's maggie maggie's daughter she wrote to me and she said he really made us feel a little less lonely yeah 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 he was good at that is this the time to read those emails that we got yes yeah 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 that's good yeah um, we got one from Justina that says, hi, guys. I learned about Mike's passing from your up intro. I'm glad that I got a chance to meet him. I just listened to, the, to today's TBTL the first time since the 3000th episode, and it was a sweet celebration of him. I'm sorry for y'all's loss. He was one of a kind. Definitely yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Scott wrote to us and he said, just heard the news about Mike's death. Having never met him, or really any of you except through my ears, I'm sadder than I thought I'd be. So I can imagine the grief being felt by his friends who understand what his absence really means. His stories have become part of my story. I hope each day brings all of us more happy memories of Mike and his impact on our lives as the sadness of his passing diminishes. Thanks for being there for each other. Y'all mean so much to us listeners. That gave Scott. me goosebumps. Scott, I know, me too. <laughs> I know. I know, and I had read it before. I know. <laughs> There's no spoilers in that. that but sweet. I, I like, he said something, his stories have become yeah. part of my I know. story. Nothing I know. would True. please Mike more than I to know, know that. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we were saying, I've totally used his his jail story as like cachet in my own life. Oh, like, yeah. I know yeah. a bank robber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Or the things I was, I've been listening back to some old LRBs. God, we were funny. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> what happened to what us? Happened, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the whole highway, what was Hillary Highway 40, 
45? Yeah, SH45. SH45. <laughs> I mean, that was a that was months long content and what then a saga. he went <laughs> He went to the opening road oh, opening celebration. <laughs> and and Emily was mad because Mike was late getting them there and so Emily missed out on all the free t-shirts. <laughs> and then oh, what, Bobby, you got him in trouble. With I, Emily by trolling that weird guy that lived it, in the neighborhood. I kept, I kept commenting in a Facebook group about the party that I wanted to go, but I had nowhere to stay. <laughs> <laughs> this, this weird neighbor of theirs kept messaging me to let me know he had a room available that I could rent. Oh, no. I forgot about that. Uh, did you take him up on it? <laughs> I remember we did somewhat of a deep dive on that guy, and he is not someone whose house you should enter voluntarily. <laughs> There's people that have lived in that basement. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we had the best time. Oh, I was re-listening to the one that um, Hillary and I and Mike did about... It was the first part of our Summer Olympics series that we did last year in the early days of the pandemics where we talked about what we loved about the Olympics. And I wanted you both to come with what's your favorite sport. And he said sportsmanship. Yeah. His favorite. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. So <laughs> and then Hillary said that she felt like she could do the weightlifting. And Mike and I laughed and laughed and laughed. I Truly, still feel that way when I watch people. <laughs> I think do, you could. I think you could. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I could do that. One. You just have to do it once. Just I feel once. like I could yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, bear down. And we <laughs> talked about how much we hated the weightlifting, and we decided to create a new hybrid event that was relay weightlifting, where you had to run around oh, the track yeah. with the weight and pass it off to your teammates. <laughs> that was no, he was good. He was really good on the fly. Just thinking of. You know, stupid, stupid ideas. He had so many good ideas. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, he did. More, more bad than good. <laughs> bad. Yeah. I feel like entertaining. We do a whole show where we talk, where we do clips of his, his ideas. Bad it's just, it's good too ideas. much editing. It's too much. <laughs> yeah, editing. Right, right, right. take forever. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll just have a show where we list them off. I, I mean, most of them really started. Uh, as I've said before, started with the title and worked back yes. to oh, try yeah. and get something out of it. For sure. I mean, wasn't his original one on um, TDP, which was crime school? <laughs> they got a lot of mileage out of crime school. Yeah. yeah. Because you could choose your path. You could either try yeah. to choose the recidivism path or you could choose the don't get caught next time path. Right. It's good. So it's like a like an RPG or a board game or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. Gregory and him were in actual conversations to produce like his. I'm gonna get the details wrong, but it was something that like the P thing, it was like right? a, oh the P target thing. target yeah yeah because Gregory's been 3D printing stuff and he has kind of that engineering brain and I was just the whole time I was just like you don't have to actually take this seriously like please don't do this <laughs> yeah and he's like oh, it's don't interesting. feed it <laughs> I was like, All right. that was one of those legit good ideas to help men improve their aim yes yeah. was to anything try and can gamify I mean, anything yeah. to the make that experience. situation better is fine with right me. yeah so <laughs> you so you would hit the target and you would get points yes. I can't remember if if Somehow you could figure we could figure out a way to make it light up when you hit that was it. Toilet ski ball. Yeah, yes, yeah, it was going to be also connected to the internet, mm -hmm. so you yeah. could get your scores and post your scores and stuff. Yeah, 
I feel like men already spend too much time in the bathroom sometimes. <laughs> you don't need it anymore. Yeah. Well, it's a game that can only last so long. That's true. Yeah. Right? Once the stream is done, that's it. It just and you go I think and you it got chug new more water. Yeah, I think it just got very complicated. <laughs> <laughs> like you need an electric outlet right next to your toilet and you need oh. <laughs> It was just, it was a lot, but, um, yeah, that would have been, it would have been a great idea. Yeah. yeah he did occasionally have a legit, <laughs> he, did. he watched too much shark tank. <laughs> yes. <sighs> well, I don't know guys. Yeah. What do we do now? I don't know. What's, what's the next I, day of I the d- rest of our lives? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think this is the last conversation we're going to have about no. Mike. No. So. Um, and uh, memorial details still to come. Yeah, not from us. So we'll we'll just relay what's appropriate when we get it. Um, we should plug the uh, pretty snarky dot com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I had put that on the show sheet. Oh, I just wanted to say a final word for me. Everyone can have a final word, but I just had it written down that, like Mike and I, at the last you know couple months or whatever, had a very complicated relationship meaning not much of one at all. And um, I just like what this told me is like, tell your friends and family that you love them, like keep them close. And like when there's dumb fights or whatever, like just get over it. (laughs) Like, you know, just apologize and move on and keep the relationships close. Mm -hmm. Life's too short and you never know. You never know. All right, so Jen put together a um, memorial fund, I think that's what she's calling it, um, on prettysnarky.com. There's some auctions. She had um, some old, she went into her archive and had all the old shirts from the very first, um, the very first one, the roller skating party um, one, all the way up to the newest one. And um, so those are for auction, and the auction ends tomorrow at 7 or let's say eight mountain time and um tomorrow is not sunday which is before sorry. this show oh my comes gosh out. <laughs> tuesday i was saying tuesday I was okay. Like, okay 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 eliminating the magic <laughs> sorry tuesday <laughs> 8 p.m <laughs> 8 p.m mountain and then also she brought back for a short time a limited run of the firefly shirt that everybody loves um so yeah look at that Cool. It's raised a whole bunch of money and all of the proceeds go to emily okay that's awesome um, should we, I mean, it's, it seems kind of like gross to be like question of the week, but kind of like, or, yeah. you know, question of the yeah, week we is do your favorite me- memory. Yeah, or something. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Share with us like what, you know, what a memory or what you're going to miss about him or any mm. of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever thought. Yeah. About Mike, you'd like to share. We welcome it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's good to remember things like i like meredith i forgot that he <laughs> your nickname was <laughs> <laughs> like just remembering the stupid stupid shit that yep. he would say and do mm-hmm. makes me laugh and it makes me you know it's bittersweet but it's good memories mm-hmm. yeah um i have get involved here but um oh. before i do is this the episode where we want to tack on uh that mic memory we've talked about this this week or next week would traditionally be our our thanksgiving episode 
Yeah, I think this was where yeah. we should do it. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. want to yeah. put it here. Just one at the so, end. Yeah. I mean, Mike so really good. always wanted the last word. Yes. So. Yeah. 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 So yeah. <laughs> fine. <laughs> so uh, I'll do the little blurb here that we call our get involved blurb, um, which is how we usually end the show. But but after this, we'll put on <clears throat> a little clip from the archives from um, 2016, Thanksgiving weekend, 2016. Uh where uh, Mike uh, shares for what he is thankful. And remember, that was the Thanksgiving episode where Meredith, you were off because you were having jaw surgery. <laughs> yes, yeah, it, I do. Remember. And we decided to flip the script and talk about our worst Thanksgiving. So we all shared like Bobby's grandma microwave the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. It's one to of my to. maybe it was because I was on of a Viking, but it was yeah, fun. one of my all time favorite episodes with that. And that was one where Mike's track was lagging. Like remember? Oh, yeah. It's he Oh, kept... and there you go. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Like somehow he was losing time, so he, his reactions would come like at first a couple of seconds, then like fifteen seconds late, and then half a minute late until we actually stopped and restarted. Yeah, we, we all thought he was we... messing with us for a while. Right. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that'll be at the end. <laughs> Uh, and it's not on here, but uh, I mean, uh, Hillary, I'm just double checking. You don't want to recommend the 1984 Zemeckis film, Romance? No, I don't. I'm, okay. you know, no. Maybe next week. <laughs> next week. Yeah. So you can get involved with the show by visiting this show has everything.com. You can send us your thoughts on Mike, memories, remembrances, whatever you want, uh, at throwyourphone.com or in the Facebook group, the show has everything. Uh, or you can tweet at us if I remember to go look at it at Tishi Show. <laughs> you can email us um, emails or voice memos at Tishi at 10710.com. And really, um, Mike never wanted anything more than to rope more people into participating in the show. So yeah. if you want to email us a voice memo, we would be happy to take it. So again, that's Tishi at 10710.com. Um, you can fax me your remembrances of Mike. And if I can manage to read them through the facts, I will happily do that at 617-354-8513. And uh, until next time, that was uh, everything about Mike. There's so much more. Yeah. Yeah. We love you, Mike. You jerk. How dare you? How dare you? Come find me. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> housekeeping. <laughs> oh. Racist housekeeping. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when Anne did it <laughs> in your one voice? <laughs> the housekeeping. I remember I did it in a really deep voice once. Yes. I was like, why can't the housekeeper be a man? Yeah. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I'm thankful for TVTL and everyone who's ever been involved with it because that's why we're all here. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful that we were able to get what we wanted to and needed to out of the old house in Austin. Um, I'm going to be strong, Brittany. I'm going to get through this. 
I'm thankful for the Affordable Care Act because if we hadn't been able to sign up for health insurance this year after Emily lost her job, there's no way we could have ever paid back all our medical bills. Um, I'm thankful for Emily's health, which is great. Uh, she's almost done with chemotherapy and things are looking good and she has a new job. Uh, great job. Thankful for that. I'm thankful for getting rid of the pain, which was the worst pain I've ever had in that stupid foot, which is now gone. Um, of course. <sighs> thankful for my family and also thankful for my older friends who showed up when my newer friends organized a GoFundMe who I'd lost touch with and I'm now back in touch with. Now about those newer friends, you guys. You've changed you've changed my life and Emily's life for the better with your kindness and generosity and for joining us, taking on all kinds of work that I didn't want to do and mailing delicious baked goods <laughs> to us and everyone else. Phyllis for taking on all kinds of work I didn't want to do. Um, uh, being with me through the While I Have You, award-winning While I Have You <laughs> segment and sending Emily some awesome stuff, which we can't talk about on the air. <laughs> Bobby for taking on all kinds of work that I didn't want to do. And generally being my bestie through through 2016. Meredith, who we'll hear from in a minute, for taking on all kinds of work, especially dragging Duff into helping <laughs> us move while I was laid up with what we would later find out to be the shittiest foot in America. <laughs> Finally, Christy and Jeremy for taking on all kinds of work. That I didn't want to do. Picking up on a trend here. Uh, <laughs> and during the busiest year of your lives, finding time to be the rock for Emily and me. I'm really grateful to all of you. Happy Thanksgiving. We wouldn't do it if you weren't worth it. God damn it, Anne. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh.